Hi friend, do you want to experience more energy, vitality, and flow in your life? Well, be sure to go to findyourflow.com forward slash shop and check out the supplement section. We have all of your favorites back in stock. Vegan Vitality and Vegan Powder Protein are two of the favorites that go very quickly. So if you're into protein and vitality, be sure to check those out. And now on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here to do it with a very special episode. Today's episode is Dealing with Negativity. Dealing with Negativity. Yes, I don't know about you, friend, but negativity is a thing that happens for some of us, some of us more than others, and I personally have had my fair share, and maybe even more than my fair share. It took me a long time to learn how to deal with negativity, and it's an ongoing practice. I I wish I could tell you that I'm completely free and clear of it, and uh, even now as I'm working with these new headphones, I'm hearing some uh, audio issues that are driving me a little crazy, but I'm happy that this is working. I've wanted (sighs) wanted to podcast for a while now, but I've been dealing with negativity and dealing with technical issues, which added tremendously to the negativity and I'm going to try to talk softer and these are some new headphones they work which is amazing and powerful and fantastic I'm so thankful for having them and I'm going to try to adjust them now because it's driving me crazy that I'm speaking kind of loudly and getting some uh, popping a little bit hopefully it's not too bad on your end I'm going to reduce the volume there a little but yeah, friend, it's uh, it's been a real, it's been a real thing, you know, life and technology and everything going on. So I wanted to talk about this. For one, I put out a new product. I'm really excited about, it. and it, this is uh, it's free. From the the first part of it is free, so you can get it now if you like. You can go to findyourflow.com forward slash negativity and get the just put in your name and email address and the robot will send you the free free little report about that and i encourage you to do it um one so that way if it doesn't work you can tell me because i always think these things work but who knows it's technology and uh you know i'd love to hear your feedback and hopefully it helps you if you're dealing with any kind of negative thoughts or negative people and so for me the, the gosh darn technology friend it's insane it's so frustrating I have two computers, two laptops that I use pretty regularly, and I have these two microphones, both high-quality microphones, that I've used for years, I'll point out, and they've worked fine. And I wanted to record the new intro and outro for the podcast, and maybe you're listening to it right now, depending on when you listen to this episode. It's the intro that I just recorded is for this episode dealing with negativity so you can get the free report. And then the outro is for Cyber Monday because it was recently Cyber Monday. I missed it because I've just been so frustrated dealing with the technology and with life and whatnot that I didn't do it. So I'm making that available. Uh, You can try checking. Excuse me. You can try checking it out going to findyourflow.com forward slash cyber. C-Y-B-E-R. Goodness gracious. Excuse me. And see if it works, um, even if it's not Monday or, you know, yeah, it, it should give you a 24-hour countdown and then you can go through and click on the things. And I know it's not great, but I tried to just throw some cool stuff on there with some awesome deals just to get it going, just so I could say, hey, I did a Cyber Monday. Finally, over all these years, 
I slacked off. I finally got it done. So there's that. That's an accomplishment, giving myself a pat on the back, because that's a part of it, is being able to pat ourselves on the back. Recognize the small wins, recognize the little wins, and the little steps along the way. Sometimes, especially for entrepreneurial types, or type A, or just I think for a lot of us, sometimes... um, I shouldn't say that, but for some of us, I know it's a it's a thing where we feel like we need to accomplish more or we have more to do and I'll be happy when I get this thing done or when I own this thing or when I've gone to this place or when I've met this person. And we kind of sometimes, some of us um, may put our happiness on, gosh darn, the popping is driving me freaking crazy. Um, may feel that it's... Uh, you know, our happiness is once we have gotten a certain thing, once we've accomplished this, or there's some goal, some benchmark that has to happen before we can allow ourselves to be happy. And maybe that's a conscious thing, and maybe it's an unconscious thing. Some of us have just developed that as a pattern over the years or a habit unconsciously because of programming or um, our environment. And so that's the first thing, I guess, is just kind of becoming aware of that for ourselves. Do you have any of those tendencies yourself? Do you ever find yourself saying something like that or looking so forward to a specific goal that you have or need that you feel like you must accomplish? Um, I'll give you another one that I've recently been dealing with, which is I we moved about a month and a half ago from California, San Diego to Texas outside of Dallas. And I used to do Brazilian jiu-jitsu twice a week and would train in the evenings. I had a grappling dummy and I would practice on that a a lot of nights. And so I was getting exercise. And then we moved and I haven't gotten into a jiu-jitsu gym yet. And I did recently get a dummy. Oh, our dummy was stolen on on the move, the moving guys somehow it didn't somehow somehow my 80 pound grappling dummy went missing which um yeah it's amazing how something like that can happen and i didn't realize it till much later of course because we just had so many boxes and stuff to to deal with but so i bought a new one um but not the same one because that one was pretty expensive uh it was over 500 500 bucks plus shipping and handling so i wasn't ready to buy a new one just yet so i got a cheaper one but then i had to fill it and what do you fill it with? Well, then I was going through all the kids' old clothes and trying to load it with old clothes. And that got me so far. And then, you know, I was trying to steal old blankets <laughs> that I thought Elena wouldn't notice that I took them. And of course she did. So then I had to unstuff it. So it's just, you know, that was like a week and a half of me just trying to get the darn thing use, usable. And now I have it, which is awesome. I'm excited. I've been using it. But I'm not getting a, a real workout in like I was you know, grappling with going to an actual class and grappling with people and doing training and all that. So I put on weight is the short version of that story. I put on over 10 pounds and that was really frustrating because, you know, it sneaks up on me sometimes and I don't, hopefully you don't have that experience, but maybe you do. And it's like, gosh, darn it. I probably didn't help that I started drinking beer and uh, a good amount of it because it's like, what else am I going to do? I don't have my other stuff out here in Texas and uh, you know, in California, we had certain medications that were recreational use, and we don't have that out here in Texas. So um, it's, yeah, I'm not trying to mess with it. And I needed a break anyway. I wanted to test out life without it. It's been a long time since I've had a break. So that was um, 
it's kind of a different topic we'll get in but patience definitely comes into play with something like that dealing with moving is its own special thing right dealing with life is its own special thing and frustration and different and you know depending on when you're listening to this episode this is 2021 november 2021 i'm recording this life is uh for some of us pretty crazy and hectic right it's it's the new normal i don't like that phrase at all it's it's uh very suggestive and if you know anything about nlp neurolinguistic programming or patterns you may you may know something about about that um if you don't you know you can look it up or not but it's um there's a lot of levels of things going on out there and we all have our own interpretations of them we all have our own experiences of it some of us are just along for the ride some of us are seeing different things and um, experiencing things very differently and so with the patience piece of it dealing with the negativity and depending on what you're experiencing it you know it's I, I guess what I want to do today with you is give you some tools, perhaps, that can help you if you're dealing with any kind of negativity, negative thoughts on your own and or negative people that may be contributing and or just life in general. Again, for me, technology was a big one. Realizing I'd put on all this weight was a big one. And so I made a shift immediately. Now, the good news is I've gone through this many times in my life where I've had these bouts of negativity. Um, definitely, you know, had depression for many years since I was a young teen and learned to deal with it in different ways. And so positive affirmations is the first big one. Okay. Self-talk kind of falls in line with that. Self-talk is the way we speak to ourselves when nobody else is listening, or if somebody else is listening, what do we say about ourselves? Are we using self-deprecating humor are we making jokes about ourselves? And, and sometimes that can be okay, you know, if we're kind of doing it for social situations or whatever to a degree, right? But we want to be careful because we, our subconscious or unconscious mind is listening and it believes what we say. And there's this phrase or this quote, I don't quite remember about the, the you know, the old samurai is listening. And when you speak these things, it hurts that inner being, inner part of you. Um, something in that effect. I'm totally butchering it. But the idea being that you believe yourself in a sense. And so it's important to say things that pick you up and lift you up and empower you. And so saying things like, I am powerful. I am happy. I am successful. I am my ideal weight. I eat the perfect portions to feel energized and ready to go. I love working out. I love going for my morning walks. I love spending time studying XYZ. And saying that to yourself, even if it's not entirely true, that's how you start to develop it. That's how you start to believe it, right? We And there's lots of sayings and, and antidotes about that, right? Like um, antidotes about uh, fake it till you make it, right? Um, believe and you can achieve. And um, a lot of other things. If you believe it, uh, or whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Henry Ford, right? So those kind of things 
are, I think, all based in this idea of self-talk. And self-hypnosis is really just doing that in a relaxed state, being very intentional about it, getting to the point where you're in a completely relaxed state and your unconscious mind is more susceptible to these positive affirmations that you speak to yourself, you self-talk to yourself. And so writing them out beforehand is really valuable. Writing them out daily can be very valuable, making that part of your routine. Doing that routine in the morning can be a great way to start your day off in a positive way and put it on a positive trajectory. And then maybe again at night before bed, if you do it first thing in the morning, first thing before you or last thing before you go to bed, those are the times when your unconscious mind is even more susceptible to those thoughts. And you can really program yourself with these positive intentions and positive belief systems. So that's kind of one of the first big ones I wanted to share with you that has truly changed my life. And something that I come back to often. And there's certain language patterns that can feed into this throughout the day too. So I'll give you another example. Um, Elena has been dealing with some TMJ type issues, right? Her jaw. And she's had these things before and it's been very severe, extremely, extremely severe and depressing and very painful, extremely painful. And it, it put her in a really bad place for a long time. And of course, you know, having one significant other in a really bad place for a really long time can wear on, you know, it wear on me. So um, I was very depressed and very tired and, and going through a lot. And there's this um, idea of like owning things when we say something sometimes, right? Like, um, oh, my... And I don't want to say it, cause I, but it, at the same time, I want to give an example. So it's like... Like if I had, um, if I had a cold, okay. Oh, you know, my cold, my sinuses. Oh, I've got, I'm dealing with my sinuses again. Oh, allergies. Like I used to have bad allergies. Uh, and so it'd be like, oh, my allergies are killing me today. Oh, and it, because if I'm saying I am, and then I say something afterward, then I am creating that reality for myself. Okay. That is, that is how we cast spells on ourselves. And this is very powerful. And I know maybe for some folks, this sounds just kind of wishy-washy or hocus-pocus. And abracadabra, what do you, do you know what that word actually means? Do you know where it comes from? And there's slightly different variations on it and, and different meanings. But ultimately, it, it, to paraphrase, it means I speak as I create or I create as I speak. I speak what I create what I speak. And so when we speak, we are literally creating, right? And the Bible says something about that, the, the Christian or, uh, you know, King James version, one of those kind of versions of the Bible, um, you know, God spoke and, and at first there was the word and the word was light. And let's just look it up. I actually have a computer here today. And uh, that way I can... Yeah, and God said, let there be light. Okay, so, and the word, there is another kind of word. That I'll try to look up while I'm saying this. In the beginning. Yeah, oh, and then there's this other stuff that came up that I'll get on uh, in a different episode. But anyway, in the beginning was the word. There we go. Yeah. Oh, because it's not at the very beginning. That's what was throwing me off. All right. So it's John 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. Oh, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Whoa. It's kind of trippy. 
Um, so, and the mosaic conception of beginning, quotation marks, beginning, is marked by the first creative act. Okay, so that's kind of interesting, right? This idea that we create as we speak. You are a creator, friend. When you speak, what is happening in your physiology? Well, you are using your diaphragm. There's air in your lungs. Your diaphragm is the muscle that moves your lungs in and out. And so you use that. You are pushing air through your vocal cords. Those vocal cords are vibrating at different frequencies depending on the pitch of your voice. If you're talking in a lower voice, your voice is going to, your vocal cords are vibrating slower. If you talk in a high voice, your vocal cords are vibrating faster. And the way that you pronounce words, your mouth is shaping the sounds as they vibrate through your vocal cords and out through your mouth. And if you are using different syllables, these syllables have different frequencies that they accentuate. Oh, if we say oh, and you just hold your mouth as an open O and just hold the O part, oh, right? And I was doing a little bit of throat singing there for those of you who, who are hip to the throat singing. Um, that is, but we can do different, we can heart, we can hit different harmonics and maybe that's worth doing. Maybe I'll do a little bit of that with you here today. So you can really experience that for yourself and see the depth of this because it's, this goes all the way. This goes all the way to creation itself. That's how deep and powerful this stuff is. And that's why self-talk is so important, especially if you're dealing with any kind of negativity or negative people. So when you are saying words so and then the M at the end of Ohm is the part where you are closing your mouth. You're still vibrating, but now you're vibrating for yourself. That's the part that is for you, the individual, right? When you're, you can hear, I'm hitting different harmonics. Hopefully you can hear that. There's the, the constant tone, which is the Ohm. That's my fundamental tone, as we call it in music, the fundamental frequency. That's where my vocal cords are vibrating my whole body at that point. If I have my lips closed and I'm doing the, the M part, my whole body is vibrating at that frequency. And if I'm aware of the tone, I could you know, sing along with the piano. I could do A440 or any of the other tones on the Western 12-tone uh, tuning system, the equal temperament tuning system. Or... I could do a frequency that's outside that tuning system. You know, before that was standardized, there's people were using all sorts of different frequencies as their main tone that they would tune in A to. There's uh, plenty of records of them tuning it to, to higher frequencies, higher pitches, and then others. And 432 hertz is one that you may have heard about. What is 432 hertz? Well, there is this idea, the Schumann resonance, and the Schumann resonance is the alleged, uh, you can look it up yourself. I tend to believe it's true because of just my experiences and my own research. The Schumann resonance is the resonance of the earth frequency. Okay, Earth is made up of matter, right? Molecules, all that good stuff. And as such, it vibrates at a certain frequency. And it's very slow. We can't hear it, right? But because there's a fundamental, then, and let's just get some 432 hertz going here while we're playing this game. 
Oh, even have an online, I happen to have this saved. Yes. Can you hear that? Is that in the headphones? I don't know if that's being recorded in the audio, but it'd be sweet if it is. But anyway, it sounds. Mm, that's 432 hertz. And hertz means um, 1,000 uh, vibrations per second. Okay. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and just hum that along with me. I was actually singing an octave below because that's how out of practice I am. That's an octave below. And so what I'm doing now, and uh, Hertz is... Um, yeah, basically the cycles per second. Okay, so I'm gonna turn that off. Mm, but if we keep that going for a moment, mm, right there, that is a frequency that is in harmony with the Schumann resonance, with the frequencies of Earth. It is not the frequency itself. The frequency itself is, I think, in the the eight hertz range six to eight hertz range it kind of varies but um that is a fun that this is a harmonic in a sense it is in harmony with that core frequency and so if you are humming along with it you are tuning yourself you are literally vibrating your vocal cords are vibrating at that frequency that means if you could look at them through a oscilloscope something like that um then you could see the waves, right? And you could see that they were vibrating going back, that there was 432,000 of them per second, okay? And I hope I'm saying that wrong. So, I mean, right, <laughs> not wrong. Hurts, hurts, blah, blah, blah. It's been so, I feel like I haven't talked to music in so long. I'm pretty rusty. So anyway, friend, the importance of this is that if you are vibrating at that, ah, here we go. Oh, scientific pitch, also known as the Savoir pitch or Verity tuning. Yep. Okay. Um, the 432 hertz and 8 hertz are intrinsically linked in this way, according to binaural beats meditation. Binaural beats two beats, uh, different ones in one in the left ear, one in the right ear. And our, when you have pitches that are frequencies that are close, but not exact, depending on how near or far apart they are, you may hear what we experience as dissonance. And there are what's called beats created by that, that difference in frequency. And it's, it's mathematical for those who are more mathematically, you know, bent. Um, and then for those of us more, you know, musical or, you know, kind of whatever, there's a lot of different ways you can experience it, then you can hear it uh, as this, as, that's a horrible example. Um, I don't know if you can hear this. Let's try to, 
So if I had two pitches, that were just slightly out of phase. And if we were to speed that up, oh, that's a horrible example. Um, but basically you would hear them go in and out of sync. Okay, that's kind of the, the sound of it. And we can use that for harmony because there's mathematical relationships. So if you have three beats for every two in the same measurement of time, so let's say a second, right? And there's three pulses against two pulses, we would hear that as, I think it's a perfect fifth, right? So there's these harmony pitches that we hear in music that sound beautiful to us. And if we were to slow it down, it's actually a rhythm. It's, you know, drumming is a rhythm, right? And it's it's built out of different different um, beats, right? If I hit a drum and I hit it again, and I hit it again, if I hit it consistently, now I've got this pulse. And if I start to throw some other beat, uh, you know, hits or attacks on top of that in any kind of pattern, I start to develop maybe a groove, right? And I'm playing with time. And as we get into harmony being, you know, instruments such as a piano is a poly, uh, not polyharmonic, but um, polyphonic instrument. It can play, poly is multi, right, more than one, and phonic is the sound or notes. And so if I'm playing a polyphonic instrument such as a piano, I can have multiple notes happening at the same time and I can create harmony. And the piano, that most of us are familiar with is tuned in such a way that it sounds good and we enjoy, we experience these harmonies and it sounds great. If we play two notes that are right next to each other, half step away, for instance, or even a whole step away, we will usually experience that as dissonance. We'll usually experience that as dissonance. So it sounds like it needs to go somewhere. It sounds like we're hitting wrong notes. And then we will usually have some kind of resolution in music where those two notes will then, one of them will move and it's like, ah, it releases the pressure, it releases the tension of that dissonance and it moves into what we experience as consonants. Consonants, okay, that's the good sound, feels comfortable, it feels nice, it feels resolved. And so music is built around using dissonance and consonants. And we can increase the pressure, we can increase the tension, and we can release the tension. We can build it and we can release it. And we tell stories with music this way. And that has to do with frequency. It has to do with understanding the relationship between multiple frequencies. <sighs> Life is like music, friend. We are each vibrating. We each have our own frequencies happening. We have our heart rate. If you're running while listening to this show, shout out to Jared. What up, brother? Then I know some of the, then your heart is going probably faster than when you're resting, right? And your breathing is probably going faster and it's working harmoniously, right? If you're maintaining a steady pace or you're doing any kind of steady activity, you're going to find a groove. You're going to find your flow. 
And that's what a flow state is. It's when you find that perfect balance and you're not, most of us are probably not aware of our heartbeat unless you're wearing one of those, you know, Fitbit trackers or something like that. Maybe you are bringing that into your conscious awareness. Maybe you're consciously tracking your steps. Maybe you're constantly hitting the beat with your, your feet with the beat of the music that you're listening to, in which case you could look up what is the beats per minute, the BPM of that song of that music that you're aligning yourself with. And most of the music, some of you are aware of this of modern day music here in the West, especially is tuned to 440 Hertz. The A is for a 440. And that, so some people say that's not a big deal. Some people say that's a huge deal because we're literally, if we're tuning ourselves to that music, if we're singing along to that music and we're now, you know, our vocal cords, our whole body is vibrating and keeping pace with music that is tuned slightly out of pitch with the natural frequencies of our planet, then we may experience something that is dissonant, right? We may experience tension and we may be trying to find that resolution the consonants, the, the resting point, the part where we get to ah, sigh and relieve. Okay, we finish the, the journey. And that's where music can become really important. That's where breathing can become really important. That's where speaking our, our truths, our self-talk can become really important. We're creating our own experience through the language that we speak. So that was another big thing I wanted to share with you today. And I hope that makes sense. I hope that's powerful for you. I hope you can understand the significance of having positive things to say for yourself and um, being aware of what you own and what you declare yourself to be through the very powerful statement, I am. Because whether you say something limiting or whether you say something that is expanding is entirely up to you. And becoming more aware of the way that you speak about the I am, yourself, your true self, then you can start to see how you have created your own reality and your own life. And where I think this gets interesting, depending on where you are on your path and understanding of this, it's a feedback loop and there's a delay. Okay. This is musical for those that want to take it musical as well. Um, The creation of our experience, what we perceive as the external world separate from ourselves. Like for me, I'm sitting in my new office. I'm sitting in my chair. I've got my computers up. I've got my um, Japanese screen, paper screen thing to my left-hand side. I've got my desk in front and to the side of me. And that is outside of me, right? It's not me. It's outside of me. And I could say like, oh, well, my, hmm, I could, so where people, I think, get caught up with this, what I'm trying to say is if you, oh, someone might say like, be a victim, Okay, so there's like this, like maybe a victim, like, oh, well, okay, let's look at me with that example I gave earlier. I, I was a victim of my darn technology, right? I have these microphones, they've worked perfectly for years, but now I go to plug them into my one laptop and it doesn't even recognize them. It doesn't even acknowledge that they exist. And gosh darn it, 
look at me being a victim of this situation. These work perfectly. There's some stupid update on my computer and now nothing works and I haven't been able to podcast. And I was bent the heck out of shape for that for, for days, friend. The, the level of frustration and negativity that was flowing through my mind because of this was so frustrating. All I wanted to do was record a 30-second intro commercial for this darn <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so ironic. It's so funny. This is the jokes that my uh, one of my mentors and friends who passed away, Tim Sweeney, used to say, God's sense of humor, you know, and it's totally that, right? It's like, okay, Winston, how do you want to experience negativity such you could share it in this podcast for this thing you spent all this time and money on making about negativity, how to deal with negativity and negative thoughts. What would be more ironic and funny and hilarious than making you deal with all sorts of negativity and negative thoughts and trying to, you know, tell people about this episode and, you know, doing the commercial. It's a 30 second thing. Do you know how many freaking times I've recorded something for 30 seconds and just being able to just record it? Do you know how much technology I have and how much I've invested? How many thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars in technology over the years I've invested to simply do recording as a musician? Do you understand like how freaking basic that is? And yet I, I have not been able to do it. It's probably what day? I don't even know what day is. Tuesday. It's been probably over a week of me just not being able to do this simple, simple thing. And I've tried. I spent days days, friend, trying to get it done. I have, and all my different technologies, my phone, my gosh darn phone. I have this app. Mostly when I do the podcast, like there was a whole couple of years I was doing it solely on my phone and I invested, I bought the, you know, uh, what is this darn thing? The iPhone 10, right? The iPhone 10. And I bought it when it was relatively new. And I usually, I, I'll be honest, friend, I'm a hacker. I try to do things for cheap. I, part of it is just my personality of like, I want to find out if there's a better, cheaper, more efficient way to do it. And part of it is I'm just cheap and I don't like to spend the money, but if it's worth it, I'll invest, you know, I'm definitely happy to invest in systems and processes that make my life easier and more efficient. And I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel, but there's certainly things where if I can get it done for cheaper and more efficiently, then I'll do it. And I'm willing to test things, right? I'm willing to test different things. And sometimes I'll buy the same thing from different people or different versions so I can see which one's better. And so I have a backup. Okay. That's just to give you some ideas about myself. So I, I invested, so the phone before this, I maxed out the storage space, right? I had, you know, I was going to a lot of shows, promoting events back then and taking video and pictures and audio. And I maxed out the darn storage space. And it's like, well, next time I get a phone, I got to bite the bullet and buy the one with the biggest storage space because I can't be stuck always worrying about the running out of storage space. It was driving me crazy. So this time with this phone, I ponied up the money. I bought the big one with the extra storage space so that I could just do all my creative stuff. I could do the podcast. I could do the findyourflow.tv show and do it all from my phone. I bought the good microphone so that way I could do the show while I was driving and not have the wind noise and have nice clean audio and have it all in one flowing easy system. And then there's the post-production. So just getting the show recorded is one thing, but if I want to add in the live pre-recorded studio audience, right? And the intro and outro music that makes it all extra fancy and fun and cool. Well, I need software for that. So now I've got to get the 
the actual episode off of my phone and onto a computer, or I was able to do it with the software on my phone. So I got to the point where I had this beautiful little, oh no, actually before that, I was uploading it to my computer and then uploading it to my production person and then he would do it and then he'd send it back to me and then I had to upload it, download it from there and then re-upload it and it was just a nightmare, right? Darn nightmare. So then I got to the point where it's like, well, I can do <sighs> do it all myself and then I was spending that extra time uh, doing it myself but I was saving a lot of time from all these steps. And, but then that stopped working because, oh, guess what? With the new software platform I use for my podcast, it only uses MP3s. And so what I didn't realize was I had recorded all of my podcast episodes in MP4. Oh, goodness. So now what do I got to do? Now I got to go through and find some app to convert from one file to the other. And I went and spent days trying to do that. And then, oh, wouldn't you know that that didn't work? Um, I, I finally broke down and bought one. I was trying to use all the free ones, and eventually I got so burnt out on that, I just bought the one that looked good. And oh, of course, seven dollars later, that doesn't work. So that was fun. No neg negativity around that, right? Um, uh, so anyway, here we are. I finally am recording again. I did buy a whole new headset because I needed to anyway, and. Hopefully the audio is good, and Elena just got home, so I'm going to get going here. But I just want to share that lovely update with you, friend. I hope that – and so part of this whole thing is recognizing things that set us off, and if we can avoid them, avoid them. It's not always possible to avoid them, right? Sometimes it's unavoidable. And so having techniques or strategies, using positive self-talk – being aware of, for me, oh, it's not my allergies, it's the allergies that I was experiencing. I'm not owning those. I'm not taking ownership of the sickness. I'm not taking ownership of the pain. I'm not taking ownership of those things. It's there, maybe, but I, it's not part of the I am. It's not part of me and who I am building myself to be. And getting back to the part where it's like the creation process. Um, somebody might see something and say, oh, okay, like for me, losing the weight, right? Like I'm in the process of getting back to my ideal weight. I'd put on 10 pounds. And so I could say like, oh, I'm my ideal weight. And somebody would say, well, no, you're not. You're lying to yourself, right? Because what I'm saying is the time, the frequency is dissonant. There's cognitive dissonance around the reality of, no, I'm not my ideal weight yet. Yet I will be. I'm working toward it. So, am I faking it to make it? I'm lying. What if I say to somebody, "Oh, I'm my ideal weight," and they're looking at me and saying, "Well, no, I know you're not." Well, now, am I lying, right? And yeah, I mean, essentially. So, where? How do we resolve this, <laughs> right? How do we resolve that that dissonance, that cognitive dissonance, that frequency? I know my point in time. I know the time that I've and when we get into flow states, it's all about finding that time, the frequency, the, the what time frames are we working within that allows me to get into a flow. Well, I have a deadline of Saturday, this coming Saturday. I want to be by my ideal weight, so I'm losing about a pound and a half a day is my goal. 
and I've got a system for that, right? So, and it's, you can actually, I think I might even have um, one of those books in the uh, Cyber Monday deal. If you, let's plug that while we're at it. So if you go to findyourflow.com forward slash cyber, hopefully it's still there in uh, C-Y-B-E-R. You can check it out. It's the intermittent fasting program. That's what I'm a big part of what I do for losing weight quick. So anyway, anyway, friend, to bring it all home, the there's a delay, right? I'm visualizing myself in my ideal weight. I'm seeing in my mind's eye the foods that I eat. I'm prepare, I'm meal prepping. I'm huge on the meal prepping thing. Why? Because that's a flow state activity. I can do it once. I can block my time. I can get into flow states while chopping my tofu, chopping my vegetables, steaming my vegetables, getting my rice, measuring it out, putting it in my Mr. Lid, you know, pre perfectly sized containers and do it all in one shot. It's a experience of flow prepping. And then when I go to eat, I don't have to think. I just flow right through my week. I've got all my meals already prepped, already ready to go. And I know that if I eat X amount of food per day, I'm going to lose, even if I do no exercise, I'm going to lose a pound a day. I already know this because I've measured it for myself. You're you know, going to be different, of course. But that idea of understanding the creative process for yourself, the timeline, that's where goals come in, right? And going through the journey, right? Enjoy the journey, experiencing the becoming of and speaking it into existence because now we're programming our own minds to in that becoming of the thing that we desire and always speaking in the positive of it. So instead of saying like, well, I don't want to gain weight. Well, all the unconscious mind hears is the gain weight. It doesn't hear the don't, okay? It doesn't hear the negative part. So it's important that we speak what we do want instead of what we don't, right? There's this quote or this saying around like, well, Mother Teresa would never go to an anti-war protest, but she would go to a peace rally. Well, why? What's the difference? Because if anytime you're anti-something and you're saying that thing after it, what are you doing? You're giving attention to that thing that you don't want. You're creating more of it. So be aware of that with the, the news and with the media out there. When, excuse me, whenever you hear them saying like, oh, it's XYZ and blaming this thing, are they giving more energy to it? Yeah, they are. So it, turn it off. Change the channel. Watch something that talks about what you do want and creates the reality that you do want. And that will help the negative people, negative self-talk and negative thoughts in your life too. It's just giving your attention to those things that empower you and speak what you want. This podcast hopefully is something positive that does that for you, that speaks to what you want, the reality that you want to create for yourself to be the change that you want to see, right? And, find, and there's other shows and and positive programs that will help you program your own mind for that which you want. You have to consciously be aware of what that is. The place where us as uh, individuals and as a society get into trouble are when we let people, uh, you know, or things program us without us being aware. If we're watching what we can, what we think is entertainment, yet there's some kind of unconscious messages being said or things that we're laughing at, we think they're not really serious or they're just in jest, well, or you're joking, then, you know, unconsciously we're saying, oh, that's okay. Oh, I accept that. And so it's very, the more aware of this you become, the more sensitive to this, these kind of suggestions that you become. And, you know, children, if you have kids, you know, the programming with the kids shows, you got to, as parents, we got to be on it. 
right? There's stuff out there that is, you know, suggesting things that we're maybe not aware. But as you now start to become more aware of these kind of things, you can now start to consciously choose programs, right? Why do they call them programs? That you can program yourself with positively and create the reality that you want. So you speak it first, you believe it, you practice it, you become it, you vibrate, you raise your vibration to become that thing. And over time, through time, through the transmutation, alchemic process, you become that thing, right? You law of attract it, you, you know, think and, and so it is, right? That's it. So I hope that is powerful for you, friend, and that you get it and you're enjoying this and consciously choosing things that supports you in becoming the you that you want to be. <laughs> and I thank you and appreciate you. And until next time, my friend, be flowing. Hey, thanks for listening, friend. By the way, do you like essential oils? Me too. Did you know you can go to findyourflow.com forward slash shop and pick up some essential oils? Yeah, get them while they're going. And until next time, friend, be flowing.